Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome up to another episode of the Drunk Treasure Podcast. I don't know if there's going to be numbered or not, uh, but I am joined by, as always, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Yo, I am doing freaking good. I am ready for this mm-hmm. gauntlet. Yes. <laughs> so, um, for people that maybe don't remember, if you're the audio listener or you're watching us later on or whatever, um, we just did episode 412. Uh, we are back. For you guys, it might be weeks days, years, months, whatever later. Uh, for us, it was just moments ago. Uh, we are doing our Game of the Generation podcast now uh, where we're going to rank our... We have, we have ranked our top 25 games for the last generation. Um, we have... We don't... No one... We I know my list, obviously. Gables knows his list. But we don't know each other's list. So this is how we always do it. We never tell each other where it is. It's always a fun little surprise for us. Um, so we have rules in place for these Game of Generations. So last generation in 2013, we did our our list uh, Thanksgiving weekend, um, and we d- we did the Paul. I, mean, I don't know why I remember that. I just remember us doing um, during thing. That was the whole point of like let's just do it during Thanksgiving. So we have the break during Thanksgiving. Um, I just popped my head. But anyways, uh, so when we did that one, we only did PS3, 360, DS, and uh, Wii games. Wii U games. That Wii U was out at that point, but we did not allow Wii games. Um, and we're kind of doing the same thing this time around where 3DS games are allowed this time. Uh, Switch games are not. Uh, and the cutoff is uh, basically from the Switch launch. So Breath of the Wild, not allowed on this on this current list, um, essentially. So it's basically just Wii U titles. Even though Breath of the Wild was on Wii U, it's really a Switch game. Come on, let's face it. So we're only counting. We're, that's Breath of the Wild is a Switch game to us in this in a sense. So it's, it's Wii U, PS4, Xbox One, and... Um, uh, Nintendo 3DS games and Vita too. If you, if you have Vita games, yes. there, I guess. But I don't know if we, I don't know how I don't really. We didn't really make a list, uh, a basic principle for Vita. I guess last time, so it doesn't really matter. Um, that's kind of how it's working out. We're gonna do. Uh, we did a top 25 list, and then we also have five honorable mentions. So really, a top 30 list. I don't know when we'll get to our honorable mentions, but we'll get to it here eventually. Um, if I uh, probably I want to probably do it by the time we get to the top 10. So at that point, Gables, if I don't remember to to have done it, remind me. Um, All right. <laughs> but we're going to go back and forth. We're going to start from 25 and work our way down. Uh, if you guys are listening to the audio version of this, uh, we did this all in one shot. You can watch it all on our YouTube channel, uh, uh, youtube.com slash drunk nerds. Um, like, follow, subscribe on there. Same thing with our Twitch, Facebook, what you Twitter, whatever, do all those things. Um, or you can, uh, if, you know, maybe you're watching this live right now on twitch.tv slash drunk nerds podcast. I uh, really appreciate all you guys out there doing that with that with us right now. Um, do that. Click the big follow button for us. Uh, we actually we're there's like four categories you got to hit to be a um, uh, was that uh, we you can like basically be a Twitch member kind of thing where you can like people can subscribe to you. Uh, we're very we've, we're hitting two of them for sure. The third one we're very close to, and it, like the third one is you got to average like so many viewers per stream. We're very close yeah. to the average, and then you got to. Um, have have like 50 followers so uh that's the big thing we need help with is the 50 followers the more followers obviously the more viewers will have live so if you guys can help us with that we really would appreciate it so maybe one day not that we care but yeah, it'd be nice maybe get a couple bucks out of this so um anyways uh here we are we're gonna start the show uh start off with our top 20 with our number 25 here gables do you want to start or shall i start honestly why don't we have you start tyler okay so my number 25 is a game called it's a, it, was, it was a PC game initially, but it was a PS Plus game. And it was actually my number like three or four 
that year for 2014, the year uh, the year it came out. It is a game called Outlast. Um, this is a for me. Uh, <laughs> Gables look shocked by that. Uh, <laughs> this is a, a a game for me that like uh, when it came out, like this was the first game like this I've ever played before. Um, yeah, and it's it's funny like where like it definitely set that standard for me where i was like oh man i love this style like you're just you're just walking around with the, the cam the camera you can't it's very dark you don't you can't you just you can only basically run you gotta hide um you know it's a very it's a very creepy ass game i remember like playing this with like a bunch of people on the playstation party chat and we we're all playing through it started at the same time and we're all playing it in a few like i'm screaming i'm screaming i'm scared gables is laughing at us um, <laughs> uh so but it's it's very funny because like I I really really like this game. It's like even like Outlast two all those like I I've tried to play. It's like one of those things where you try to recreate that moment for yourself again. Like what, what you have with this, and it's like I don't know if it's just like I I didn't love this genre as much as I thought I would, or like Outlast set that bar so high. Whereas this is a game that came I don't know. I mean, if it wasn't free, I probably wouldn't have played it. Um, coming out and just blew me away. I really really like this game quite a quite a bit. Uh, it's just it just sucks like this genre for me has kind of come and go where it's like there's i part of it also is there's a million of these that come out every fucking year uh, yeah. these these outlasts and outlast was the first to do it it's definitely nowhere near the last of doing it i mean we like i said we get a we get a million of them a year um and they all just kind of come and go and no one gives a shit uh it's a very crowded genre um yeah number 25 for me outlast uh it was so fucking good uh, you know and then you know gales run around wearing my waffles and all that fun jazz so it's a yeah, it's a it's a it's a really really good game. Um, I love it very very much. Uh, Outlast number twenty five. Gables, what's your number twenty five? Outlast. <laughs> <laughs> and you wonder why my I had a thing a surprising like it's a like freaking surprise once you said like wait, wait, wait what? This will never <laughs> happen again. That shit? <laughs> we this happened at twenty five. It will never happen again for us. Uh, where we have uh, with this. We're going to have the same game on our list, but nowhere, never again, probably the same number. Gable, no, probably not. I hope I didn't steal your thunder with the waffles thing, but go on. Oh, no, 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 man. It's like, to piggyback off of your conversation about uh, Outlast and stuff, yeah, this is definitely one of the first that I've experienced of uh, this type of genre and stuff, where the main, the main thing of this thing is survival. And it the whole aspect of it is you are going to investigate like this asylum and stuff, and quintessentially, you get like, a lot of footage and stuff for those like new casting things. It's like you have to go through the camera. You got to collect batteries. You got to do this whole other shit. But you got to dodge all of these inmates that are just freaking crazy and basically a part of this some big old cult and all this other crap. And so you have to go through and you have to escape and do all this other crap. And you got to go through so much stuff in order to try to survive and this and that. And man. The reason why it's on my top 25 list of the games of the generation is because of the experiences I had, not only with just with friends, but just from my own personal standings. It's like, during the time I experienced this game, it wasn't through a project of my own. I mean, I didn't really buy it initially. It was because I was on a hotel trip with a bunch of friends. They bought, my friend brought his PC along. He started playing this game and stuff, and like, him, myself, and another one of his buddies and stuff like that were just watching this stuff and all of a sudden it's like I'm just watching them play just getting a little scared by it I see one of the dudes the big old the big old freaking like uh, oh god the inmate just busts in while they're hiding underneath this like uh, this uh no 
basically, yeah, this big old guy just bursts into the door, but this guy is, like, he's hiding underneath the mattress, and all of a sudden, it's, like, out of nowhere, and these guys are, like, just dead scared, just walk of the screen, it's like, where's my wobbles? <laughs> I did it exactly like that, and as soon as I did that, both of them looked at him, it's like, they just started laughing their asses off, because it's like, <laughs> it fucking fit, and because... I usually don't speak too much whenever I'm, like, on a lot of, like, these hour trips and stuff, but I just couldn't help but laugh, man, because it's like, whenever I have people that are going through their, watching something scary and this and that and that, because I, I understand that you're supposed to be scared and stuff, but there are, like, specific things that I personally would be scared of in a horror film, but not, not in case of, like, a gaming situation, because it's like, I've pretty much played plenty of games with that have like a a horror like theme or element or this or that but but yeah the experience with my friends the also experience with uh you tyler and jake and the guys over the party chat for the talking ship that was hilarious especially every few minutes while i'm going through and exploring trying to find my way around i just hear tyler just randomly screaming all of a sudden his sister's like tyler what the fuck yeah <laughs> that was some fun shit but uh, I was very impressed once I did go through and initially got a chance to play the game on because of PlayStation Plus, how much fun I was actually having in terms of dodging all of these like inmates, going through finding like latches or finding these like type of valves and stuff to turn and stuff. It's a game that I've actually played through once and actually have tried playing through multiple times with that regards because of how engaging the game is, how fun it can be in regards to reliving certain like story element experiences and fun fact i never played the whistleblower dlc that's something that i really want to do it's okay one of these days it's okay but yeah that's my number 25 nice very cool uh i mean i'll laugh if that happens again to where we both have the same game with the same number um my number 24 is uh one of the i'm, I'm gonna admit uh look at this list you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of uh, first party games, and you're not gonna see a lot of first party Xbox games uh, on this list. And this is, but this is gonna be one of them. Uh, a game called Gears Four. Um, ah. it, I, I I love this game. I think it was 2016. This game came out. Uh, you know, it's like I I've talked about. Like I I really enjoyed Gears One and Two back in the day, but it was right. like it was more of a, just a fun action romp thing. And it's like, and then Gears Three came out, and totally like I'm actually like kind of really made me invest like invest in these characters a little bit more like i actually give a shit about these characters and it's like i, I talked about like i think this came out the same time frame as uh force awakens maybe it was like maybe it was a year before maybe a year after force awakens but it gave me that for uh force awakens star wars game where like where it's like this like weird like we're like you know it, there's here this new cast of characters but we're going to bring in the old to kind of like you know move you along with it with these new guys it's going to kind of help fill in you know, like, ah, oh, here's these guys you love, but here's some cool, some new characters to kind of help you, like, so you, it helps, it makes it easier to enjoy these new characters. Same thing with this, where you have, like, uh, 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 oh, fuck, I just forgot his name, the goddamn main character of the goddamn Gears games. Uh, Marcus Phoenix. Marcus Phoenix, thank you. His son, JD, uh, jumping in with him, and then Kate, uh, you know, and, uh, all, you, it's just, you, same thing, you have, you have uh, Marcus Phoenix in this group with you, you know, and he's like, you know, it's been years since the end of Gears Three, and like, what the hell's going on with him? What the hell? What, what's going on with his, this? You know, his wife that died, and him like living in his fucking goddamn tomatoes. Um, and all, you know, it's just like it's it was just like, it was 
a cool. I mean, it's more gears, which I love gears, and that's awesome. Like I just, a few weeks ago, I played high, or a couple weeks ago, I played high buster. It's like I just love gears in general. But then it's like you add these characters that I give a shit about, and actually a pretty good story in a gears game, and like introduce these new characters that I actually give a shit about, like a, kind of a cool uh, story with with a kind of building to a new a cool new bad guy, um, which is really great. And I, I just blew me away from like like I know I was gonna have fun playing this game. I didn't think I'd give a shit about. As much as I did, I thought Gears Three was as much as ever me invested. Not that it's not like it's a fucking greatest story of all time kind of game, but it's just like, oh man, like I went from like I'm just playing this game with these characters, they're like hoorah kind of guys. I'm fuck about to like, oh, these characters are kind of cool. To like Gears Four is like, and like going into Gears Five, where I'm like, I'm actually invested to like what happens. These I don't want bad things to happen to these people. Like like they've actually like given them personalities and like make you like give a fuck about them. So uh, yeah, number twenty four is Gears Four. Gables, what's your number 24? Is it Gears 4? All right. No. Okay. <laughs> That's in the pipeline one of these days for oh. me to play. However, number 24 is a game that I had played generations ago. However, last year was definitely a revitalized resurgence of it. And I'm talking about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 oh. remake. Okay. This basically gave me more of what I've been wanting for years, and that is more quality Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. None of that five shit where they messed everything up. None of the whole, like, Tony Hawk's ride, nothing of the no little Wayne. stupid gimmicks and the fucking, yeah. You know, just the unnecessary fluff. Just pure arcade-like fun with different skaters of what I remember, diff- doing different combos, chaining together different types of... Uh, combo things in order to collect letters this and that you know vicarious divisions did an excellent job of remastering two classic games inside of one big package so with this in regards this is the game that this is the remake like the remake of uh a game that i really enjoyed because not only did i get the element of the nostalgia from the games back then I felt that there were natural progressive evolutions to what they could be in like the future. So it's like I enjoyed a lot of the content from the first and the second. They're pretty much the same, give or take, like different tracks, some of which could not return because of licensing issues. Some new musicians and this and that, some new skaters were added in the mix, but I really did like the aspect that the game in and of itself added back the old skaters from back in the nineties with those those uh, skaters were still relevant and they were still going strong like Bob Burnquist, Bucky Lassick, like Ellis Esteem or Kareem Campbell, like uh, Jeff Raleigh and like Andrew Runnels and stuff and then you have like some new skaters and stuff. There are plenty of female skaters inside there too which was fairly surprising to me because I really haven't been in that whole bubble in regards to the whole skaters sort of mindset of that sport you know in terms since like basically the early 2000s. Yeah. But learning Jack a bit more days. about these skaters and then going through a lot of the stuff, it was basically more of what I wanted. And it reason why it's so high on my list of the on my list is because it was something that I had thought that I probably would not ever get again on a modern system. But from the PS4 and Xbox One generation and stuff, here it is. Tony Astro Skater 1 Plus 2 excellent game great remake and quite honestly one of the best games on 
than you could play on that system. So that's my number 24. Nice. Very cool, Gables. Uh, my number 23 is a game that came out in 2017. Um, very stacked here for games. Um, game called Evil Within 2. Uh, I am a... It's funny. I had like a, you know, like I talked about with like remember playing through Evil Within the first one. I was like, at first yes. I didn't like it. And it's just it's maybe the guy that made Resident Evil Four, uh, Tequila Games, uh, is making it. They're the guys that are making the Ghostwire Tokyo that's coming out later this year. Um, it's like I liked Evil Within One a lot. Really, really enjoyed it. I remember playing through pretty much most of that during an extra life one year and jumping coming back into this one, uh, and just kind of building upon that where it's like, uh, it's like they they. They do some, they make some changes to it. Where like in the first half of the game is like it's not open world, but it's more of an it's an open area where like there's like actually like you're in this town and there's actually like a few blocks of like area you can roam around in, and there's like right. extra like there's whole like actually really cool like um bot like not really boss fights, but there's like some like these characters like these like there's like a whole like house you gotta sneak through and not get caught by this fucking thing that'll kill you. Um, and just like get like uh, upgrades for your weapon or get a better a new weapon or whatever, and um, just some like so much cool stuff like you can learn through like you learn backstories to like what's going on with these characters or uh, like some upgrades for what you have, um, and just uh, I think it's Sebastian is the main character's name, and I just really like the changes they made to it. It's like like the story isn't like it's it's doesn't make any goddamn sense. Don't ask like even like at the time like this is. Four years later, now I'm talking about this, but it's like at the time I beat that game, I'm like I don't understand what the fuck's happening really. I know there's you know, there's a daughter and there's a wife and blah blah. blah. That's all I get. Uh, but I mean, like, I'm just there's really cool. It feels like you know, like they brought like that Resident Evil. This is before like Resident Evil Two remake and Resident Evil Even Seven was coming out. Um, and yes, yeah, yes, yeah, before all those. But it's like before like Resident Evil kind of revived itself, where it's like you're it just you're just you want that there's that genre that's just empty you know like dead space kind of filled that gap for a little while in the yeah. previous generation and it's like here we are in this generation where like like that gap like that horror third person uh horror genre has not been filled by anybody and it's like here this game comes in and fills that gap for you and then like the second half comes in like they like they just build up these really cool like boss encounters that like rem- very reminiscent of like a the old school like Resident Evil games, and like especially like Resident Evil Four, where it's just like they're building up to all this coolness. Like you're just you're always you never have a obscene amount of ammo, but you always have just enough to get you through through a fight. Um, yeah, and like the second half, like it turns more into like kind of what Evil Within One was, where it's it's more like a linear path. There's there's some side stuff you can do, but it's like it's not an open area. It's just like you know, here's a you can go through this door. And do a couple things over here, or you can just keep going straight down this hallway, I think. But it's like, um, I thought it really did a really good job of building upon itself from Evil Within One. Definitely had a better budget, definitely looked better. Like, where Evil Within One, when that game came out, it was definitely like, it came out on 360 and PS4 and all that, both generations, but it was, it still looked like a, it didn't look like a really well done 360 game at that point. And it's like, it looked like a, like a, a mid generation 360 PS3 genre. Right title and like this one's like this looks like next gen this looks really good there's definitely a bigger budget involved in this and i'm kind of i'm kind of bummed that you know we're getting we're not getting evil within three i'd love to have evil Within three uh maybe i hope the guy we go back to that franchise um you know i know it didn't sell probably super duper well but 
That is my number 23, Gables. Evil Within 2. Or, yeah, Evil Within 2. What's your uh, number 23? All right. So my number 23 is A Way Out. Oh, okay. All right. So basically why it's so high on my list is because of the quality of the co-op experience. Obviously, when you and I were both playing this game, we were just going in blind, essentially, because we don't know what to expect in this game. There was a lot of good promise from when it was revealed. There's a lot of cool elements in and of itself. And honestly, it's one of the few quality EA games inside of the PS4, Xbox One, and like Wii U slash PC generation, where it's like, it's a good experience playing through all the way through, maybe like once or something like that with a friend or a family member or whatsoever. Because there's a lot of good co-op elements of it where you're helping each other along and stuff like the whole sequence where you're both back to back and you have to go through up like this yeah that was awesome escape yeah and of course the little like subsidiary like mini games that are hidden throughout this game that you would not even suspect is in there gables is really good at connect between three and five I was literally trolling. I was literally trolling Tyler when it comes to the whole freaking Connect Four stuff. That that was really funny. You're such honestly. a dick. You're such a dick about it. It's like you, like I know you're winning and you're just fucking with me. But it's like, but I was like, oh, maybe he doesn't know he's winning. I don't know. Uh, like, oh, I got you in arm wrestling though. Yeah. Fun fact: I actually went back like because I have them on my personal YouTube channel. I put all yeah. those fun clips and I put them on my uh, while back. Put them on my YouTube channel, and I was watching. I have like the checkers. I have that cool escape the hospital scene, um, yeah. which was like really, I think the highlight of that game was like us jumping back and forth between us trying to escape the hospital. Uh, and then there's Christ. like the epic four fucking minute long arm wrestling competition. <laughs> that was the one thing I beat <laughs> you in. And then, like, it was the one thing you and I spent like four minutes on this mundane we thing just, where it's like four minutes. Like, I'm gonna fucking beat you. No, I'm gonna beat you. We're just it was like four minutes of us stroller. like smashing the square button, and it was. I thought I was gonna have an aneurysm during this. <laughs> <laughs> like Gables is like laughing hysterically, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't think I took a breath during that. Like I'm like, I'm sure there was like veins oh, no. that I didn't know I had in my forehead fucking like popping out of my skull it was yeah it was it was something else but yeah that that was my number 23 on my list yeah that's awesome uh <laughs> minor spoilers that's gonna be on my list here eventually as well um uh mine well is that i'm sorry was that it for you on that one yes okay my number 22 is another bethesda game after evil within two it's a game called wolfenstein 2 um okay. i Really, really like this game. It's definitely I I really remember playing uh, New Order, um, in twenty fourteen as well. Uh, twenty fourteen was a good year, so it was twenty seventeen for Bethesda games apparently. Uh, where I just not really caring ever about Wolfenstein. You know, I was always a Doom guy when it comes to like those that that like those over that Wolfenstein Doom era. You know, I never really, I mean, I remember like playing old school Wolfenstein on 360 when they put it on the arcade and I was like, yeah, it's fine, but it's not Doom. And I remember like liking New Order a lot with, with Blazinski. I'm like, oh, okay. Like I actually like, these are like, they does like, they're doing a really cool job with these characters and building this world. And it's like, I was fascinated by everything, like all the newspaper clippings and all these games and like going in, like just, I, just the whole idea of like this alternate reality of like, if the Nazis won kind of thing it's like it's 
very fascinating to me, especially like the science side. And this is obviously like a, you know, a crazy part where there's giant fucking robot dogs, uh, you know, going around like, you know, it's, it's a fantastical version of that. Or like, or like, right. you know, the, the, um, uh, you know, the, the Nazis built the nuke first and they bombed, they nuked New York and all that. And it's just like, it's so cool. Like jumping in and seeing like, like the things that happen. And it's like, just going on with, with these characters, like they're adding new characters and like why these characters are like, you know, that like pissed off. And it's like, your girlfriend's pregnant and it's like it's i thought the ending was definitely like it, it drops a little bit on my list because that ending was like very like disappointing where it's like i'm having this like epic boss fight but then i realized oh i can just after like 45 minutes of like not being able to beat like uh like you just fighting like these enemies and it's just, like it was it's very challenging but it was just like i've already it's not like it's not like a new boss fight it's just like you're just fighting a wave of these enemies you've seen a thousand times before already and i think it's like oh i can just that's like 45 minutes of not being able to kill them I realized I can just walk past him and go up a ladder and move on and beat that. That's the end of the game. Like, oh, oh okay. It's like I don't know what's more disappointing. Like, that's the final boss fight, or the fact that I can just skip the final boss fight. But um, I love the where it went, where it's like it turned more into like they basically just took like kind of what Doom did before in 2016 did, where it's just like it's fast paced. Like, well, the first one was really it was just like it was a good first person shooter, but it was like um, more just a basic first person shooter. But what made it more interesting was you know, the, the Wolfenstein world of like the, and these characters they built and the story, but it was like, in fact, you go to the moon at one point and all that. It's just like, it was batshit crazy, but it wasn't the gameplay that made the game so good. And this one, it's like, no, oh, it's like, it's just, it's, it's fucking doom gameplay and Wolfenstein. And like, that's awesome. And I, I, I hope to God we get, um, a Wolfenstein three news here soon. Cause we are due. It's been four fucking years where the fuck it's at. Uh, but yeah, I really, 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 really like this game. Um, if, as far as like sequels go, there's not many games I put ahead of it that I'm anticipating more, uh, for games that we know are getting sequels. Uh, it's definitely, it would probably, it'd probably be in my top five for sure. Like I want a sequel more than anything of, uh, and this is one of them. So yeah. But number 22 Gables is Wolfenstein 2. What's your number 22, buddy? All right. Number 22 is Gravity Rush. Oh, Okay. Gravity rest Rush. in peace, uh, Jam- Japan Studios. Sorry. Yes, rest in peace, Japan Studios, indeed, because that company was involved in creating some fantastic games over the years, and one of which is my number twenty-two, Gravity Rush. This is an underrated classic on the PlayStation Vita as well as the PS4, because you can download that thing digitally or get the physical thing on PS4. But the way I experienced it firsthand was through the. Initial summer, I had a craving to play through PlayStation Vita games, and that was one of the ones that I wanted to play through and experience. Very glad I did so, because the game is more or less like a action-centric type of game where you get to explore this sort of uh, post-dystopian sort of like world, right? But you have this odd mechanic to where you could actually control gravity based upon the powers that you go through, so you can actually manipulate like uh which place you wanted to go you can actually explore things like right side up upside down the story elements and stuff were all right in that regards it was a mission structure sort of game as well so that way you had a couple different missions to try to get a grasp on powers and upgrade into different powers and stuff of course you play as a character cat and stuff that sort of has amnesia and stuff and try to remember different portions of uh what what she was doing initially 
And then you have, like, this whole epic battle between her and, like, the main antagonist and stuff like that, who basically has, like, the same powers as what she has. But I really like the concept of it, of it, of this game in itself because a lot of the premise of this game I don't hardly ever see or I before then hadn't really experienced to where you have you have a mechanic and you base this you know, this entire game around this one mechanic in this regards was the whole gravity stuff so you could actually either go through the button aspect or do the touchscreen stuff to where you can go through and you can touch where you want to go cat would zoom automatically to that place but yeah it's it was just going through the motions of not only completing each mission but also when experiencing what would happen next inside of the story i really did enjoy what i did play i actually did beat this game i didn't go for the platinum or anything only because i really didn't feel like going on a lot of the rest of the missions for like the side missions in order to accomplish a lot of the times but it it's definitely a underrated game that i wish more people would experience especially its sequel which even though the online's gone from that sequel it's still worth going through and investing some time into but even if you have a subtle curiousness if say you're bored of playing something on the ps4 track down gravity rush i believe it's for sale on psn for about 20 bucks if you want to go through and pick it up on PlayStation Vita, I mean, that's definitely a game that's going up in price in terms yeah. of the resale market for the original Vita game. But yes, number 22, what was it, 22? Uh, yes, 22. Yes, number 22, Gravity Rush. Very cool, Gables. Um, moving on to my number 21 here is the first, uh, I, I will tell you right now, several PlayStation games, uh, exclusive uh. games. Uh, number one, uh, or number sorry, number one, number twenty-one, until dawn. Uh, it's kind of, I, I, it's the same thing uh, almost like with Outlast, where it's not like Outlast was the first and only time I really liked this franchise, like this kind of genre of games. But like until dawn is not the first of these type of games that I enjoyed. But it's definitely I feel like the fran- that kind of genre has peaked at, where it's like we've, you know, this uh, whole idea of like you know like. Uh, uh, QTE quick time events kind of stuff or like kind of like we, we've seen before with like heavy rain uh, and like uh, what's the quantum uh, not quantum what the fuck's the when it came out in 2018 the, the heavy rain guys made um, oh Detroit become human yeah Detroit become human I was thinking quantum dream, uh, quantum dreams is which they make uh, never mind I'm, I'm mixing up I'm mixing up studios and games here at this point um, yeah but uh yeah, but like we we have seen this kind of genre before, and like I remember like loving Heavy Rain because I was I was the first, you know, I've ever experienced that. And we've seen like game like since then, like Telltale games kind of do the same idea where it's like it's more story based, but it's like uh, you make decisions, but also you get the QTE stuff to like kind of like uh, the things you do and things you don't do, like really progress the way you do. And it's like moving in this one, like Until Dawn was a game like I remember like that was supposed to be a move game <laughs> that came like for yeah, PS3 supposed to be a PS3 move game, and it's like. I remember seeing that like a, like an E3, I think like 2013 or 2014. I'm like, I remember like, I was just like incredibly like, why are they still showing this game? Why is it still coming out? <laughs> like, move is dead. We're on a new console. It's like, the, the, like they're like, oh, we're, we're we're reworking it so it works on controller. And it's like, wow, okay, this is gonna be terrible. And it's like, I remember just renting it from uh, I think it was like GameFly or something like that. And it's like, I I. 
in like a three day, four day stretch, I was like, I fucking adore this game. Where it's like, it's definitely like, it, it is eighties, nineties horror movie personified. Where it's like, it, it's all, it's every stereotype, it's everything you expect from like playing through or watching Nightmare on Elm Street or a Friday Thirteenth or like a fucking Scream or whatever. It's like Nightmare or I know what you did. I know what you did last summer. Kind of. It's like. It's all the stereotypes, all the things you expect from it, but it's just like they perfected it with these with these characters. Like it's like you know what these characters are. There's the rich girl. There's the there's the kind of the, there's the slutty girl. There's the jock guy. There's the look. There's the black guy. There's the there's everything you expect from like there's the nerdy guy. There's the nerdy girl. It's all like there's you know it's like whatever. Um, it's like all the things you expect from like a horror uh, like a horror genre movie from like that era to like put into a game, and it's like. And it works and it's like so cool. It's like everybody can die. Nobody can die. You know, whatever. And it's just like it. they fucking nailed it. And it's just I think it's Supermassive Games, the ones that is named the studio. And it's just like I I so wish it's not. This isn't even like a Sony Pony PlayStation fanboy thing. It's talking. This is just like I so wish Sony or PlayStation would just fucking bought this studio after Until Dawn. Because uh, it's just like it's so disappointing to see. What they done since done since with like, uh, uh, last was it Last Hope? I think was a game that came out last year, and there was that one that came out the year, uh, the year prior with uh, where like you're in a, on a ship. I can't remember what it's called. Um, and it's just like those games, like they're it's the same style. It's like the same. They have like you know the same style, same whatever. But it's just like they don't have the budget. They don't have the time because they're trying to make these games. They're trying to turn these out fast or not. They're only a few hours long. Uh, and it's just like, you see, and we, I don't know. I, I feel like it, it's kind of hurt. It's kind of killed the genre for me where it's like, even since then, like I play the, the next telltale game that comes out after this or life is strange or, um, uh, like the next, uh, Detroit become human, whatever. It's like, Oh no, we've done this better. And it's like, yeah, maybe it's goofy and it's silly and it's what it's cheesy, but it's like, it's so much more it's like we've actually played like a fun version of like, fun version of these style of games like these games can be fun and be interesting at the same time where it's like it doesn't have to just be these like overly serious style games where it's like you no, know, you can make these games more than like you can make these games very fun to play and until dawn i feel like um did that and it's just it's a it's a shame where it's like they made the best game in the genre and everybody suffered since well uh, that's my number 21 though until dawn gables what's yours Ooh. Um, yeah, just give me one moment. Oh, Gables needs a moment um, for you people watching this live on Twitch or YouTube later. Um, he is busy. Oh, is he coming back? I wasn't going. To... Oh, he's back. Oh yeah, I'm Gables back. back. What's up, buddy? All right. So to continue things on, at number twenty-one, the game that I have is a 3DS game by Ooh. the name of Fiat Rhythm Final Fantasy Curtain Call. So okay. with that long title, it's a music game by Square Enix. And not just any music game, but a collaboration of Final Fantasy tracks, as well as other classic Square Enix games, like from Final Fantasy Legends through Chrono Trigger and stuff that you could additionally buy through DLC stuff. But the reason why it's on my list to begin with is because of how addicting it was to play this music-based game. Now, a bunch of the listeners know, in terms of music games, I do love my fair share of music games. Especially if it becomes 
rudimentary to the D-pad and the face buttons and whatsoever. I mean, hell, I've played plenty of it on the Vita, on the PS4, on my 3DS as well. And this is the game I feel like kick-started a lot of my interest inside of those type of music games. Because it's very simple. You use the D-pad in order to do specific actions that are on the screen in regards to matching certain notes, certain pitches, and stuff like that. Same thing applies with the face buttons and whatsoever. But I remember just taking out my 3DS on my lunch break at my old workplace, playing a bit of that game, or just basically before bed, playing through and trying to beat my best scores upon that, from some of my favorite scores through some of uh, Final Fantasy games that I had played through. Final Fantasy 4, 5, 6, and like, obviously learning to love a lot of the other ones from later series, like say 7, 8, and 9, and whatsoever, but it was the amount of fun I was having enjoying a lot of the musical tracks from the Final Fantasy series in and of itself, on top of cranking up the difficulty from like, say, easy into like the absolute hardest and then just try to master all of those tracks. It was definitely a fantastic experience, and this is another one of those underrated games that I wish more people would have played, because they would have found something that was definitely a great experience for what initially could have been like a forgettable game. Hmm. This was also a sequel to... The original, like Final Fantasy, like the rhythm, the rhythm Final Fantasy, right? And so it's basically more tracks, more accessible things through DLC and stuff than that game. But this game is obviously the more superior version of it. But at number twenty-one, Final the rhythm Final Fantasy Curtain Call. Hey guys, so we're just gonna stop it right here. This will be uh, part first part of a five-part thing we're doing here with the game of generation so this is why they're having the cut off oddly right here but check back next week as we'll have part two thanks guys bye